let me sing you a song about the people that I love, the poets and philosophers, the workers and the wanderers. Hi, this is Joe Jenks, and you're listening to My Highway Home, celebrating music, art, culture, and community from the driver's seat. This week on My Highway Home, we have a very musical show. I've just returned from a tour in Ireland, and I was thinking a lot about the artists I've had the privilege of getting to know over the years from traveling and touring on the Emerald Isle. I grew up thinking I knew what it meant to be Irish, but what I knew was what it meant to be Irish-American Catholic, as opposed to Italian-American Catholic or Polish-American Catholic. I understood how the families of my friends at the parochial school I attended all honored different saints and celebrated the holidays differently. But it was not until 2007, when I first went to Ireland myself, that I began to understand the vast difference between being historically, ethnically Irish and being Irish in a modern context. And while I'm a dual citizen and grateful to be so, I'm also clear that I am in every way from the United States. I'm an American. One branch of my dad's family had been in the United States since the time of the colonies, since the early 1700s. Near as we can tell, they were English and Welsh. The first colonial governor of Rhode Island was Joseph Jenks, a distant cousin, but nearly untraceable after so many generations. But my branch of the family, on that side anyways, have always been wanderers. Every generation picking up and moving on to somewhere with hope that it would be better. So it was with some remarkable joy that I came to understand that my granddad Felix Kilbride's family had been in the same town in Ireland for over 200 years. As I was exploring my granddad's hometown, Atai, County Kildare, I met a man at the town museum who gave me a CD that had been recorded several years earlier as a tribute to musicians from Atai. This next song, The Famous Fair Town of Atai, was written by the late Michael Delaney. Ye tourists to Ireland to yearly come round To see all our beauties and spend a few pounds Don't forget far to visit our small town so fair By the banks of the barrow in the county Kildare An ancient foundation from long days of yore Industrious people, three thousand or more no wonder the Normans could never pass by So they stopped and they founded the town of the tide They'll nod and they'll smile as they pass down the street The destinedest people that you'll ever meet And all the fine lassies did all out in style From bullet and mullion and sweet ballafile and if you feel like it, drop into a bar Sing and chat with the locals, throw back a few jars Sure you'll never notice the evening pass by In the beautiful, famous, fair town of the time And then to the market they all gathered there From every far quarter of the county Kildare as they're on the street side, the traders display The fruits of their labors and various wealth If you run through the rags, you'll never know what you'll find A shirt with no button or a clock with no time Sure you'd fit out the family with the fine things you'd buy For a fiver on a Tuesday in the town of the time If it's culture you want, then you're in the right place For history and poetry, music and wealth Woodstock and White Castle, so stately and tall The Cromwell Bridge and the famous Town Hall Emily Square and St. Dominic's, that church of renown 
With its fine architecture, the pride of the town No doubt in the world that nurtured its mind On the beautiful, famous fair town of the time Take a trip round the countryside, fertile and grand Surrounded by rich agricultural land Not forgetting our woodlands, our hillsides and bogs Famous for football, horses and dogs So if you come far to visit, then maybe we'll meet Around by the courthouse or in Leinster Street We'll go into our cobras, our glasses on high And drink a fine health to the town of the town It was refreshing to know that I came by my peripatetic nature honestly, but it has also been a curiosity to me that with Alsatian, French-Canadian, Welsh, English, Scottish, German, and a small fraction of Native American heritage, it is the Irish heritage that has so thoroughly dominated my awareness of ethnic identity. My granddad Felix came from a town in Ireland in County Kildare called Atai or Athai. Atai is a beautiful town that looks so much like so many of the towns in the Midwest where I grew up. It's surrounded by beautiful rolling hills, hardwood forests. There are rich agricultural lands there, a lot of horses and livestock. It is no wonder to me that Grandad Felix settled in northern Illinois and that it felt like home to him. One of the most gifted Irish songwriters of modern times, and certainly one of the most well-known globally, is Luca Bloom. His most recent album, Refuge, features a song called City of Chicago. Although he wrote this more than three decades ago, he's only recently recorded it, and it touched my heart because when my granddad immigrated from Ireland to the United States, he went to Chicago. In the city of Chicago the evening shadows fall There are people dreaming Of the hills of Donegal Eighteen forty-seven Was the year it all began Deadly pains of hunger drove a million from this land They journeyed not for glory, their motive wasn't greed A voyage of survival far across the stormy seas To the city of Chicago As the evening shadows fall Of the hills of Donegal Some of them knew fortune Some of them knew fame More of them knew hardship Died upon the plains They spread throughout the nation they rode the railroad cars Brought their songs and music To ease their lonely hearts To the city of Chicago As the evening shadows fall There are people dreaming of the hills of Donegal My mom's maiden name, Kilbride, 
means Church of Bridget in English, or Church of Bridget, as the Irish would say. But in the Irish language, Michaela Breed, and many historians believe the name Michaela Breed to have derived from the keepers of the temples to the goddess Breed. They were the clan of the goddess. I met a man in Doolin at a session once who found out my family name, and he stood up swiftly and shook my hand. He said, you should be proud of that name. There are very few of you left. I grew up singing Irish songs, hearing Irish stories, and celebrating Irish saints. My favorite holiday, Samhain, Halloween, derives from a pre-Christian Irish celebration of the harvest and the beginning of winter. A night when the veil between this world and the next world is thin, and spirits can cross back over. So turnips and other bulbous root vegetables were carved with scary faces, and often a candle would be put inside to chase away the dark spirits. Only the good spirits would be drawn to the light. And this tradition is so very much like Dia de los Muertos, the Mexican Day of the Dead. It absolutely blows my mind. How many other human societies celebrate some parallel honoring of the ancestors and a festival that makes us intentionally aware of our mortality? There is no more unique a songwriter in Ireland than the one and only John Spillane. I met John in Skibbereen, but he's from Passage West in County Cork. And this is his song, The Ballad of Patrick Murphy. They lived beside the river At the turning of the tide They lived beside the river By the river they lived and they died Patrick Murphy was a fisherman And a gentleman was a good man In the town of Passage West With a wife and seven children And he tended to his nets In 1911 One lovely night in May He rode with three companions Across to French's Bay A fishing for a living Like their fathers done before They were dreaming of the salmon As they waited on the shore Ah, they Beside the river At the turning of the tide They lived Beside the river By the river they lived and they died Till the bailiff's boat came down the lee the dreaded Moroccan They came down from Black Rock Castle They snuck down past the Mukon For the Moroccan were gangsters In the service of the crown And they came down with revolvers And they shot Pat Murphy down Bring in that man who shot me Before you and I must part I bear no grudge against him I forgive him from my heart Ah, they lived beside the river At the turning of the tide They lived beside the river By the river they laughed and by the river they lived and they died Two thousand and eleven We are gathered on the green To remember Patrick Murphy In beautiful For the people still remember That justice was not done For the king
killing of Pat Murphy by a bullet from a bailiff's gun. By a bullet from a bailiff's gun. Ah, they lived beside the river at the turning of the tide. They lived beside the river. By the river they dreamed and they sighed. By the river they lived. There's a story about great-granddad Felix having spent time in prison, and until recently I didn't know what that was about. There was speculation that there was some form of embezzlement involved, but that didn't seem in keeping with the character of the man. This time in Ireland I was able to meet with some town historians and a local genealogist, and we spent some time looking at various public records, and they noted in 1911 he was tried for fraudulent record-keeping. Which didn't sound so great to me, but in combination with the fact that he was a native Irish speaker, they put two and two together, and they both looked at me and smiled broadly and said that was tax evasion, that was a tax protest. He wasn't a criminal. He was using the method available to him as a family man to protest how much of his income was going to the crown, which was, in fact, oppressing the effort to an independent Ireland at the time. And they said this was something to be proud of, not ashamed of. One of my absolute favorite musicians that I have met while traveling in Ireland is Maeve Bagley. The song is sung in the Irish language. It's a lament for the deforestation of Ireland by the English in the 16th century. And it also mourns the death of Margaret Butler, who helped shelter Catholics during this period of unrest. Thank you. 
2007, I met a remarkable man named Tom Piggott at a Folk Alliance conference here in the States. Tom was originally from Limerick and was a man who was absolutely, totally, thoroughly in love with Irish culture, traditional Irish music, and the people and stories of his homeland. Tom found out that I was a dual U.S. Irish citizen who had never set foot on Irish soil, and I think he was personally offended. It was hard for him to imagine that someone could be a citizen of Ireland and never, in fact, have been to Ireland. And so he said to me in this beautiful lilting accent of his that he he swore on his life, he swore an oath that I would set foot on Irish soil before the year was through. And he absolutely held true to his promise to me, something I will forever be grateful for. Sadly, Tom passed in 2012. But here's a recording of Tom singing on Raglan Road, one of his favorite songs. On Raglan Road, on an autumn day, I met her first and knew that her dark hair would weave a snare that I would one their I saw the danger yet I walked along the enchanted way and I said let grief be a fallen leaf at the dawning of the day On Grafton Street in November We tripped gently along the ledge Of a deep ravine where can be seen The worth of passion's pledge The queen of hearts still may and I not making hay Oh, I've loved too much And by such, by such Is happiness thrown away I gave her gifts Of the mind I gave her the secret side that's known to the artists who have known the gods of sound and stone and word and tint I did not stand I gave her poems to say with her own name there and her own dark hair light clouds over fields of May on a quiet street where all ghosts meet I see her walking now away from me so hurriedly my reason must allow that I have wooed not as I should a creature made of clay when the angel moves the clay he At the dawn of day. The biggest question in my mind in 2007 when I first went to Ireland was what does it mean to be Irish? I didn't really have an understanding of how to differentiate between the person that I identified as as Irish American and what it meant to be a citizen of a country. 
Since that time, I think I've come to understand that I would really have to live there and invest years of my life to even begin to understand the complexities of modern Irish culture. But I visit every year, and I start to get a handle on it through the people that I meet and the conversations that I have and the musicians that I have the privilege of playing with. The first time I went to Westport, up along the west coast of Ireland, I met an amazing musician, Des Cafferkey. Uh, here are a couple of tune sets from his album, Ackle Air. One features him playing the Irish flute and the other tin whistle.
This is Joe Jenks, and you're listening to My Highway Home on Folk Music Notebook. And there we heard from Pauline Scanlon and her latest album, Gossamer, singing False False, a traditional Irish song. One of the greatest Irish musicians of all time is Turlough O'Carolan. He was born in 1670 and died in 1738. He lost his eyesight late in childhood, but he was already a very literate musician who had written down his songs and helped other people notate the music that he wrote after he became blind. As such, we have great written records of music from a time when there are not a lot of Irish compositions known. The Seas Are Deep is an album by Lynn Sorsha, an Irish harpist, and this is a piece called Lord Massarine. <laughs> 
One of the great joys of traveling in Ireland is that you never know when you're going to walk into a pub and suddenly find yourself face to face with absolutely world-class musicians. Such was the case a few weeks ago when I walked into a pub in Dingle on the Dingle Peninsula and met Deirdre Granville and her husband Brendan McCreener. This is a piece off of Deirdre's recent album, Imram, that features her on harp and Brendan McCreener on Irish pipes, as well as Jerry O'Baron on guitar. Deirdre's husband, Brendan McCreener, also has several other ensembles that he's a part of, including Kern. This from the album False Deceiver. It's a tune set simply labeled Misty, and it features Brendan on Irish Illin pipes.
first time I ever heard Tom Piggott sing, he sang this song, The Contender, written by Jimmy McCarthy. To the best of my knowledge, there is no recording of Tom Piggott singing that song, but I was delighted to get this album from my friend Tommy O'Sullivan, his album Song Ablaze, in which he recorded The Contender, a song about the famous Irish boxer and singer Jack Doyle, a man who achieved world fame and died in poverty. When I was young and I was in my day Sure I'd steal what woman's heart there was away And I'd sing into the morning Song a-blazing to the dawning Long before I was the man you'd see today I was born beneath a star that promised all I could have lived my life between Cork Cove and Yall But the wheel of fortune took me From the highest point she shook me By the bottle live, by the bottle I will fall here in the mirror on the wall I see the dream is fading From the contender to the brawl The ring, the rose, the matador And when I die, I'll die a drunk out on the street He will count me out to ten in clear defeat Wrap the starry plough around me Let the piper's air resound me There I'll rest Tell the Lord of love I meet talk about memory and truth, there are so many different versions of it and so many different ideas. As I've said, 
family history, family lore, tradition, lived experience versus what's written in a history book. And yet I think there's another kind of memory. There's genetic memory. The first time I went to Ireland and the first time I smelled peat burning, I knew exactly what the smell was. I knew exactly what that was. And my first thought was, I haven't smelled that in a long time. And the truth was, in my lifetime, I had never smelled peat burning. I had never smelled peat smoke. But I knew exactly what it was without someone having to tell me. I was staying at a and b that had a thatch roof. And I went out one morning with a cup of coffee to just look at the morning sun. And the smell of the steam rising out of the thatch was also a very familiar smell to me. It was something I had a genetic memory of, even though I had never experienced it myself. They say that olfactory memories are among the most powerful and the most significant. And I have to say, I think they transcend generations. There's no other explanation for me for why I just suddenly knew what these things smelled like. And yet I did. It was not a discovery, but a remembering. And so much of my experience of the Irish culture is that way. I go to certain places that seem totally unfamiliar to me, totally new. I enjoy the adventure of the experience, but it's not something I remember. And then I go to another place, like my granddad's hometown, and it feels like a place that I remember. It feels familiar in ways that are almost supernatural. most recent trip to Ireland, I was delighted to meet a musician who was new to me, Lawrence Courtney. He spent more than 40 years as the captain of a charter vessel, and only in retirement has he delved fully into his musical interests. This is from his first album, The Last Boats Are Leaving, a song called Mickey Dam that talks about the Irish who traveled to the United States to work on dams and other civic projects in the Hudson Valley. I'm an honest Irish labourer and I come from the County Clare Once I had a farm there was nothing much to spare So I had to sell my donkey and my famous billy goat And with the money I received for Glasgow took the boat In the morning when I landed there before my hair got dry I was started in the Mickey Dam in a place they call Milgai. Now the ganger that I started with they called him John the Mouse And the very first day that I got there at me he made to browse But I quickly surprised him and I said you little rat I'll tie a string around your throat and throw you to the cat For I'm as strong as any lion I was reared on eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting men round the Mickey Dam Well this rose the mouse's temper and the he made the jump And he swore he paralyzed me with the handle of a poke But very quickly I surprised him and I grabbed him by the throat and I shook that lovely monkey till the tail fell off his coat For I'm as strong as any lion I was rare than eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting men around the Mickey Town Now the hotels that we're staying in They call them Navi Huts And the fleas and bugs are in the beds as big as coconuts 
On a Saturday night when I get there I stand behind the door And as they come out one by one I bash them to the floor For I'm as strong as any lion I will bear the eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting men Around the Mickey Dam For I'm as strong as any lion I will bear the eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting men Around the Mickey Dam To wrap things up today, I have a CD from a group in County Mayo called Coda. This from their album Mouth Music. It's a song called Mayo Home. Lift me up, let me go to the Mayo home I know. People there, they got soul, they got rock and they got roll. Lift me up, let me go to the Mayo home I know. People there. Thank you for tuning in to My Highway Home with Joe Jenks, celebrating music, art, culture, and community from the driver's seat. All interviews, copyright 2019, Joe Jenks, Turtle Bear Music. This show was recorded, engineered, and produced by Joe Jenks, with additional engineering by Charlie Pilzer. Many thanks to Ron Alesco, Folk Music Notebook, and all of the musicians who shared their music for today's program.